God calls everyone. The big challenge is not everyone enters into the fullness of the calling of God for life. Not everybody pushes in to seize God's destiny for their life. And to a certain extent, that's not surprising because each one of us, when we come to know Jesus as Saviour, we're on a journey. And then that journey, God teaches us things. And some of the things that God teaches us um, are things that He takes us through are not so enjoyable to the flesh. And what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to speak about a few people. Um, because when we look at the scriptures, different people are called of God. And they all come from different backgrounds. And every call of God in your life, it doesn't mean to say you're going to be a preacher, or you're going to be a pastor, or an evangelist. Your call can be into the marketplace. When you read in the scriptures, you read about people like Elihab, who and his friend, who were master craftsmen and making all the objects for the temple. They had skills that God had given them. And so, other people that were called into the political realm. Then again, you had other people who God brought into being, into a position because people needed delivered from events that were going to come. And there had to be a person who had the knowledge from God to avert a lot of bad consequences. Now, when we go through scripture, everybody we come against, more or less, they all had their challenges. Abraham had his challenges. He took Lot with them. But even after he took Lot, he always had his challenge because everybody went and said to Sarah, just tell them that you're my sister. But don't want them to know that you're my wife. They might kill me. You know, so he's learning as it's going. And you've got people like David, who was just a shepherd boy. His calling, one day it's called, called to come. And Samuel the prophet just starts to prophesy over him that he's going to be a king. And he gets anointed. Then we have Samuel himself. Samuel became a great prophet. But it, the story goes back to his mother Hannah. It was Hannah who interceded and prayed before God for a child. And just like we've heard today, we've shared and last week with Ed, when they put out a fleece, Hannah's fleece was, Lord, you give me this child and I'm going to dedicate this child to you. And so Samuel was brought up in the religious environment with Eli the priest, but Eli's two sons were wicked. They were wicked, 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 and Eli wouldn't go into about But Samuel was brought up in that environment, and the Bible says, all the words are sad, but none of these words drop to the ground. Then you have somebody like Amos, who I always find quite interesting. Because if you go to chapter 7, you know, because people didn't like the prophetic words. And when he was challenged, Amos said, Look, I wasn't a prophet. I wasn't the son of a prophet. He said, I was a husband. I went after, got the sick horse, the fruit from the sick horse tree. 
He said, but God called me. And God said, go, prophesy. And so I'm prophesying. You know, so all the people come from different backgrounds. And uh, you also get Esther. Well, Esther saved her people from destruction. Because she was in the right place at the right time, and she was obedient to go and to intercede on behalf of her nation. And even when we come into the Old Testament, we have Timothy. You know, like many people, Timothy was a young man, and he went with Paul. But of course, he never finished the journey. And when Paul's going to go outside, he said, No, 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 I don't want Timothy with me. It's not dependable. You know, but what happens in Silas to come under his wing? And later on, you discover that Timothy came into his destiny. There's always problems or obstacles. Now, the scripture to remember is from Hebrews. Cast not away your confidence in God, which has great recompense of reward. And I really just want to finish talking about one other person, and that is Joseph. And particularly, I think it's good to give this word to the young men, like Victor and Tommy here, some of the other young men here, but it applies to everybody. Because Joseph, what does the Bible say? Because of his dreams, his brother really hated him. And so when he was given to the Midian caravan and sold into slavery, you just think of all the rejection that came in his life. Rejected. And he was in a strange land. And you, he could have said, all my dreams. What was all these dreams of being God? He could have easily started to say, what kind of God are you? But he didn't. He kept his eyes on God, went into Potiphar's house. The blessings of God were upon him, Potiphar's house was blessed. Then he's cast in prison because of lies that were told about him. In prison, there's chains put around his ankle. He's in the prison for years. He could be saying, Lord, where are you? What kind of God are you? But the Bible said he kept focusing on God. And when he was brought out of the prison, he became the second in command. And he had to arrange to keep all the food because he knew a famine was coming. We're just going to live for seven years. But how many people in Joseph's situation take their eyes off God and say, What kind of God are you? That's why you've got to keep your confidence in God. Because the one who calls you is the one who wants to use you. And one of the things that you tend to find is that if you're going to keep God first in your life, then he will make you priorities in your life like the devil with. But it's also the case, the greater the calling of God for you, sometimes the greater the opposition that you're going to go through and to experience. And so, our desire is that we know everybody's got a call of God. We know different people have got prophetic words they've got to present to. But how do we get from getting this call of God in our life? And how do we press it in with all the obstacles that come against us and the challenges we have in our life? Because when God calls us, none of us are perfect. We all have 
but various rough edges and different things in their character that's got to be moved away. So today, what we've decided to do is ask Richard all these questions so that he can give you all the answers so that you may benefit from what his experiences, like with all the experiences of the people in the scripture, so that your confidence will be steadfast in the Lord, and that when the trials come, you will keep moving forward with your eyes fixed on the Lord.